We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right. Well, you are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk, and I am your host, Todd Huff. You can always reach me by email, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can ask me questions. In fact, I've got some emails to follow up on. If you email me, I promise you I've seen it, and I'm going to do my best to respond to those here in the next uh, the next couple of days. But Thoughts, questions, opinions, feedback, your adoration, your lavish adoration and praise. I'm kidding. Not kidding. It's good to be here. Thank you for for joining us. As you well know, we have ventured into complete and utter craziness in American politics just in time for the 2020 presidential campaign, the 2020 election, which is just a, what a mere four months now away from us. November, here we are sitting and moving quickly into the middle of the month of July. And so craziness abounds. Craziness abounds in lots of of areas. But I want to start today. There's several things vying for my attention. Um, But I want to start today with something 
Um, I first saw it in Fox, uh, excuse me, at foxnews.com, and then I've gone to this Twitter feed from a gentleman named Christopher Rufo. I don't know if you've seen this. I'm going to start by looking at the article in Fox, and I want to share this with you. This is an example of the utter craziness and insanity that we're dealing with. And it's being promoted, it's being discussed, you'll know what it is in just a moment, as something that is normal. In fact, if you don't, if you don't see the world through this lens, you are part of the pro- part of the problem, according to people like Seattle City officials. Headline of the article is this Seattle held segregated training sessions on undoing whiteness encouraged staffers to forfeit guaranteed physical safety. (laughs) This is on one of the handouts. It says, racism is not our fault, but we are responsible. You've heard me talk about this before. There is... There is an underlying idea. I I hesitate to call it an idea. I started to say the word idea, and I thought that's not really what this is. It is an emotion. It is uh, just a reaction. To say that we, you know, racism is not our fault when presumably talking to white people, racism is not your fault necessarily. But we are responsible. That's what city officials in the city of Seattle, keep in mind the city of Seattle basically gave up a portion of its territory to the nation of Chaz, the nation of Chop. They couldn't even agree on a name, folks. They couldn't even come up with a name. And, you know, the dinner bell rang one night. They had to go running home to mom and dad's house go back into the basement you've heard me talk a little about this i was actually surprised they made it as long as they did what did they make it 320 hours or some such thing now it has been um i mean there's been i guess a few attempts here at the end to to save the people's republic of Chaz or chop or whatever you want to call this stupid place but seattle basically gave over part of their city seattle seattle gave in and succumbed to an insurgency. Seattle, you know, I, in my viewpoint, the first time since the Civil War, we've had a portion of a state effectively declare its independence, which is what we had in, in Chaz. Of course, it was an utter nightmare. It was amazing that it even lasted 300 hours or whatever this thing actually ended up lasting. But you can see, I mean, you can see what happens when radical, insane, out of control, lawless people are allowed are allowed to play make believe. Now, the the thing is, we allow these people who have these same basic ideas to be elected to government. Now, they might not be as Um, openly insane as we saw some of these people in the city of, excuse me, the nation of Chaz slash Chop. They might not be as openly insane, but they still embrace the same darkness. They still embrace the same 
radical ideology. Folks, this this is absolute utter lawlessness. This is a complete abandonment of reality, of truth, of sanity. Seattle holding training sessions that help its, I guess its city employees, to undo their whiteness. And they, of course, encouraged folks attending these meetings to forfeit their guaranteed physical safety, telling them that racism is not necessarily their fault, but yet they are still responsible. I've said this before, and I'll say it again, going back to what I was saying a minute ago. We have this this fundamentally broken idea. I hesitate again calling it an idea because that implies that thought was put into this. When you say that we are uh, we're responsible for racism, but it's not our fault. It, it, I think, illuminates a point I've made and something I've said repeatedly on this program, which is our society today. I don't want to say our society. How about I say this ideology, this ideology that's embraced by the radical left, this idea, again, in parenthesis, what uh, quotation marks, air quotes, for those of you who like Seinfeld, this quote-unquote idea, this feeling, this emotional response, that's a better depiction of this, is that everyone is responsible for everything else. Everyone's responsible for something on a macro level. Everyone's responsible for big, overarching problems that we have in society. But see, no one is responsible for himself or herself. And this is exactly the polar opposite of reality. You see, things that happen on the macro level are nothing more than a series of things that have happened on a micro level, insofar as they pertain to, say, culture, society, and politics. Right? I've shared with you, um, I, I recently attended an event where there was a panel who explained there were different opinions on this panel some radically and extreme and insane but they were explaining you know their viewpoint how basically everyone I shouldn't go this far but you were left wondering if they believed everyone who was white was just naturally and intrinsically racist and some of the solutions and proposed ideas just you know they stemmed from that and they got even crazier uh, based upon that. And so we have this idea that these macro changes, these, these macro problems, things, societal problems, or racism as a whole, they want you to believe that you're personally responsible for that, right? That you're personally responsible for that. And if you're white, you should apparently go to some of these trainings and talk about how you undo whiteness. And I'm going to read this article so that you can see just a glimpse of the insanity. And I'll also uh, post the the thread of tweets that this journalist, again, his name's Christopher Rufo. I'm going to retweet that and, and maybe even post the screenshots of it on, on Facebook, on our Facebook page. But you'll get to see some of the things he's uncovered. He's you know filed a freedom of information request. I don't know if that's actually what it was, but he basically requested the information and was – public records request. So he got this information and he, you know, posted this stuff on Twitter and it's insane is what it is. 
But again, it's the opposite of truth. See, we're responsible for ourselves. Now, you can make the case that if you see injustice happening um, in society, that we have a responsibility you know, to, to do something about it. The thing is, I hesitate because the people who are claiming these things act as though what you have to do is exactly what they prescribe for you to do. And we're all different people. Right, we all handle things differently. To say that there's one response, one actual response that's uniformly correct is something I'm just not prepared to say. There's things you can do, you know, just because you don't follow their prescribed plan, method, use the right phrases, you know, in the right order. There's things that you can do that's um, not, you know, showing support for what's going on, but yet maybe you're not out in the streets threatening to burn it down, for example. And see, even this is another problem I have. Even if there's a problem on the macro level, let's just take racism, for example, we're still always talking, unless we're talking about it on the micro level, unless we're talking about specific instances, what are we going to do about it? If we're just talking about it in theory and we're talking about it in phrases and terms like they talk about it here in the city of Seattle. What in the world are we going to do about it? I think this is all by design. I think they want us to be confused. I think they want us to think, man, I'm so bad. I don't even know, you know, I don't even know what to do about it. I better just hand over my free thinking. I better just hand over my opinions to those on the radical left and just say, hey, just tell me what to do, man. I want to atone for this stuff. I want to I want to make this right. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to I don't want to just be against racism. I want to be an anti-racist. Whatever the world this stuff's supposed to mean. Like these things there's something about them that attracts the the human heart to want to embrace it. But when you get down to brass tacks, what does this stuff mean? We're going to talk about what it means because I'm going to read some of these slides to you. I'm going to share what the city of Seattle was training its employees to do. And I want you to think about the insanity of this. Again, this idea rooted in the belief, and this was one of their handouts. It had this statement, racism is not our fault, but we are responsible. I mean, it just just defies common sense. You're responsible. You, You can't be at fault if you have no responsibility. If you have responsibility and you mess it up, it's your fault. You see, they're attacking core fundamental beliefs and principles. Folks, they are they are taking Western civilization as we know it, and they are flipping it on its head. And they are using issues that you are going to feel, well, that many are going to feel, afraid or intimidated to speak up against. And it's a beautiful strategic, it's it's pitiful, it's, I would maintain, immoral. If you're silencing literally those, whatever it is, half or more than half of the American population that would speak out against this stuff or at least have, you know, want to have, they they tell us they want to have a dialogue. And I'm going to play, boy, oh boy, I listened to Chris Cuomo, tough guy Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon venture into I mean, Fantasy World the other night. I think it was maybe uh, Tuesday night. 
as their show their shows butt up against each other. Tough guy Chris Cuomo hands it off to D Lemon, as he calls him. <laughs> D Lemon. So and and during that that handoff to Don's uh, to Don Lemon's show, they have a discussion. And I am telling you, folks, it is utter insanity. And I know that these guys are nuts anyway, but it is just insanity to listen to this stuff. Even Don Lemon suggests, half jokingly, that Obama Obama should maybe be on Mount Rushmore, and that could atone. That could atone for some of our um, you know our history of racism, I guess. Of course, nothing's going to atone for this, not even completing total reparations, yielding, giving back, you know, giving land away and redistributing wealth and all that. None of that's going to uh, to suffice for the radical left because they don't want there to be peace and getting along in this nation. It interferes with their ability to push their radical ideology through uh, through the American uh, political system. They can use it as a vehicle, racism and tension, to carry this through, especially when it silences the vast majority of people because they're afraid or intimidated or what have you to speak out and say this is nonsense. And it is nonsense what we're being subjected to. Not everything. I'm not saying everything, but when it comes to the part that says now what do we do and we look at the ideas being proposed, the defunding and dismantling of police, radical transformations to our system of voting, you know, say no voter IDs, for example. I have a listener that shared something with one of our staff recently about trying to vote in the People's Republic of California, which I find pretty interesting. We might touch on that as well. But anyway, this this is nonsense here with what the, the city of Seattle is doing. I'm going to get into this specifically when we get back after the break. But this idea that something is not your fault, but you're responsible. Um, and there's something in there that may have some degree of truth in it, but to a larger extent, to a larger extent, those two things are connected. I, <laughs> if I have no responsibility, I bear no fault. But they want us to think that. Again, they want you to think, they want me to think that we're all responsible for all of society's ills, but yet none of us are responsible for our own individual actions. It's exactly the opposite. It's exactly the opposite of biblical Christian thinking as well. You're not responsible for the sins of someone else. You're responsible for yours. You cannot atone for them. You to The Bible tells us to confess and accept the forgiveness of Christ. You can't accept the forgiveness of Christ on someone else's behalf, nor can you except forgiveness for something you didn't directly do. But yet they want to convolute this way of thinking. They want to get people to think, I'm not smart enough to keep up. I must not understand. I must simply give my uh, thinking over to these radical leftists because they clearly are smarter than me. And some people are doing this. It's amazing to see the complete abandonment of rational thought and common sense here. Long in this segment, going to take a time out, come back and talk about this silly nonsense in the city of Seattle, People's Republic of Seattle. I don't even know if it qualifies as that, but going to take a time out. You're listening here, the home of conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. 
Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our My Pillow towels and our really soft, comfortable My Pillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back. So, dealing with some tech problems here. Oz told me during the break that she's. Um, it appeared that our stream to something was happening with Freedom. So, if you listen on Freedom ninety five in Indianapolis, I do apologize. I don't know what in the world was going on, but it appears it's been it's been fixed. I talked with the station quickly between during that break. So. Uh, my apologies on that. Again, I don't know what's uh, what's happened here, but still. Um, by the way, if, if you ever miss part of the program, you can always go back to our archives, com slash listen. In fact, you'll see, heck, we've almost got five years. It'll be five years here in in about a month, a month from tomorrow, five years ago. It's when we launched our first podcast. It was just a podcast then from the bedroom closet. That's where we started five years ago. So anyway, com slash listen. If you ever miss something on the program or want to catch old programs, you can download the podcast. It's, not, it's easy to download the podcast too. It's free. Just go to iTunes and you can download the first hour of our show and get it on your – well, you can go to lots of other platforms as well. Anyway, don't want to get into that. I want to get back into um, this craziness in seattle and this of course i mean seattle is kind of like whatever's happening in seattle today is going to be moving to other liberal cities in fact other liberal cities may have already embraced this nonsense and eventually this will uh, potentially be brought to a regular normal um, rational thinking community as well this sort of nonsense. Again, we're talking about training sessions that sit, the city of Seattle held uh, to help city workers, I suppose, undo their whiteness. They were segregate, segregated as well. I mean, this, this is just remarkable what we're dealing with. So I'm reading from this Fox News article, the city of Seattle held, uh, held a racially segregated employee training session aimed at white staffers and instructing them on, quote, undoing your own whiteness, end quote. 
in order to be held accountable by people of color, according to documents obtained by a public records request. The session took place on June 12th as protesters took part in the so-called Capitol Hill um, organized protest in the Capitol Hill District. That's CHOP and Chaz or whatever else they call this nonsense. One handout distributed in the session reportedly declared how, quote, racism is not our fault, but we are responsible. We talked about that last segment, end quote there. Another said white staffers must give up the land and their guaranteed physical safety in order to be an accomplice for racial justice. If you want to be on the right side of this, if you if you want to atone for something that you're not responsible for, wait a minute, hold on, you're not you're not. Uh, that's the wrong way of saying it. Got to get this right. If you want to atone for something that, um is not your fault, but you're responsible for it. That's right. You're responsible for it, but it's not your fault. That makes sense to you, then it's probably a good opening question to say, you know, I can see them asking this. You know, you've been to these stupid things where they bring a bunch of people in a room. Probably not this stupid. Hopefully not this stupid. And there's some HR training or some nonsense you're subjected to because somewhere out in the American landscape – Somebody's embraced some lunatic of an idea, some lunacy, I should say. And, you know, they they present this with slides and they give handouts and you probably have to sign papers. You probably have, you know, breakout sessions and you, you know, talk amongst yourselves about your own whiteness. And then, you know, they, they say stupid things like racism is not your fault, but you are responsible. Break out. Why don't you find a couple of people where you can sit around and you can talk about your whiteness and how how you're not at fault for racism, but yet you're still responsible. And what are some things we can do? And by the way, in addition to that, um, we want you to think about how you can give up your your land and your guaranteed physical safety so that you can be an accomplice for racial justice. Accomplice. Why would you use the word accomplice? Accomplice, does that not, accomplice, that implies a crime's being committed. Maybe that's actually a pretty good term. A crime against common sense here. Yeah, accomplice, a person who helps another commit a crime. Surely that's, you want to be an accomplice to ra- for racial justice, an accomplice for racial Justice. I mean, this literally, you know, they talk about not just being against racism, but being anti-racist. This is anti-logical. This isn't just a violation of logic. This nonsense is truly anti-logical. An accomplice for racial justice. Shouldn't that be an ally or, um, I mean, heck, I'd even prefer a co-conspirator here over accomplice but again that's um, living i guess in in reality so but these are the things that they were taught i'm going to post we'll talk about this a little bit more but i'm going to post this this thread of tweets that again this was put together by a journalist by the name of christopher rufo christopher rufo is let me get this right he is the um can he well he's a contributing editor i should say to 
the City Journal. Um, he's director of Discovery Institute's Center on Wealth and Poverty. He's requested that this information be released, and he's released it uh, on Twitter. He's got a thread here, so I'm going to post some of this stuff on uh, Facebook as well, and I'll retweet this. But anyway, crazy stuff we're dealing here with uh, this morning. Dealing with here, I should say. So quick time out. Come back and continue this discussion of utter lunacy and insanity. You're listening to the home of conservative, not better talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back. Okay, retweeted some of this nonsense. And again, this uh, this individual, Christopher Rufo, is has done <laughs> great job at getting this stuff released and publicized because this is happening everywhere to some degree. He points out in his last tweet, he says... Um, as Conceptual James, this is a Twitter handle, at Conceptual James, and others have shown, other people have pointed out, the new cultural revolution is being fought via corporate HR, city diversity training, and public school curriculums. Amen to this, by the way. This is, you know, it's, it's this is the, the, the depths and, and the, the, I guess the, the reach of the tentacles of government number one, and then that the reach of those tentacles is used by bureaucrats and other lovers of big government to, um, well, to as, as a conduit to implement and to talk about this utter craziness. Absolute utter craziness is what we're dealing with here. And again, if you look at some of these some of these emails that had been sent, some of these slides. Here's one. White people keep the system going. It's a 
It's one of these charts that shows basically a loop, right? So it starts with this, according to the chart. System co-ops us through socialization, in parentheses, ego and IRS. I don't know what IRS, I'm surely they don't mean the organization here, but who knows, to cause harm to POC, people of color, and each other. So the system co-ops us, gets us to be socialized to the norms of wanting to cause harm to people of color. The IRS, I need to know what IRS means here, mindset and behaviors justify why we are superior, again, talking to white people here, and have been wronged by POC, people of color. And then it goes to the next phase, according to this little chart. Our anger, self-righteousness, and defensiveness mask fear, shame, and guilt for the harm of our actions. So if you're angry about this, if you're angry about this, you're really showing that you're afraid, that you have shame, and you have guilt. Isn't this perfect, the way that they do this? See, they have to – there's a convoluted attempt to explain away some really basic reactions to this. You're an average, everyday white person. You just live your life. You're, you know, you're a good person. You're not – you know, you're not engaging in these activities, but they want you to think. They want you to think you are. You are engaging in them, that you are responsible, even though it's not your fault, whatever that's supposed to mean. And they want you to carry this 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 guilt. If your reaction is, man, forget this. This isn't me. Don't be telling me what I think. Oh, you're masking. You are masking your fear. You are masking your shame. You are masking your guilt. Now let's have a session about that. Let's bring all the white people together in the city of Seattle and say, for those of you who reject this notion, you're really just afraid. You you bear shame and guilt because you have created a system. You know, you have implicit bias. And, you know, your anger is masking these really deeper, uh, these deeper feelings. Let's talk this out. Let's bring in some counselor with some, you know, initials or some some letters after their name. PhD. Ooh, this person got to know what they're talking about. Doesn't know a darn thing about me, but yet they're going to tell me that really my the reason for my anger of being called a racist, even though when I've done nothing racist, is because I really have shame and guilt. I mean, they they never they don't stop, folks. The next phase of this stupid little circle here says we show up small and inauthentic, unable to see opportunities and contribute as allies slash accomplices. They really need to rethink this term accomplices. Accomplice is for a crime. Again, I think the crime here is using the bureaucratic state to further this radical ideology. Folks, this is the antithesis of common sense, of rational thought of Western civilization being shoved down the throats of people here in this example, the city of of Seattle. The last step in this loop before we repeat it, if you look at this stupid slide here, the city of Seattle has paid someone to do, paid them to come in and explain to, to the rest of the white people to to deal, you know, how are they going to deal with their whiteness? What responsibilities do you have here? For creating this problem. 
I mean, I think at the end they should just have a piece of paper that says, I, you know, Todd Huff, hereby solemnly swear to vote Democrat from this moment forward. There you go. You want to atone for your past sins, sins that you didn't, you're not guilty of committing, but yet you're still responsible for whatever the world that's supposed to mean. Sign that paper, you know, change your party affiliation to Democrat, and suddenly you will begin the process of being absolved. Um, it's going to take a while. You're going to have to do this the rest of your life. In fact, you probably are going to have to have your children do this, probably your grandchildren, and you're probably going to eventually have to sign a pledge that, um, you know, is a pledge to support the nation created by the radical left, by Elon Omar. Remember yesterday we played her soundbite where she was telling us that um, she wanted to radically transform our system of politics, our, our economic system, our system of justice. That, that's that's coming down the road because this is not enough. I'm telling you, nothing you say in these little meetings, none of this expression of white guilt or whatever it is is going to be enough. It will the, this drive and desire um, to, to move this uh, this country in a completely different direction is insatiable. This is never going to be enough. But the last little um, the last little section here says we are unable. This little circle graph that these radicals have put together for consumption by the city of Seattle employees. We are unable to imagine a way forward that comes from a place of humanity and empowerment. Status quo is reinforced, and suddenly the system is co-opting us again, and we begin the cycle all over again, the cycle of white people keeping the system going. (laughs) It's incredible. I mean, it literally defies common sense at so many levels, but yet serious, supposedly serious-minded people slide their glasses to the end of their nose, stroke their chin, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, profound stuff, very profound, very insightful, revolutionary thought, my friend. If more people would embrace this, society would improve overnight, I say. Overnight, things would improve and all problems we have would cease to exist. People would would go through this program and sign that, (laughs) sign a piece of paper at the end that says, I... Hereby, I am no longer part of the problem. I will be voting Democrat from this moment forward, as will my children and my grandchildren for generations to come. I hereby offer up my life as a living sacrifice to the city of Seattle and our government at large so long as liberals are in control. Radical, lawless insanity is what we're witnessing. I've got to take a time out. You're listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. 
Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back. So what happens? What should you do? What should you do if this nonsense comes to your company business? What do you do? You've all, we've all sat through. I haven't always been, you know, self-employed. I'd, I'd worked at places where we had group meetings with HR. And I'm not suggesting that everything, everything that HR done, does is is crazy. But I am telling you that I relate a little bit more to Michael Scott and his his uh, disdain for HR and Toby Flinderson, of course, in the office than, than I might care to admit. Um, and I think most entrepreneurs feel this way. HR, you know, just is – and I'm not saying there's not good. Don't misunderstand. I'm, some of you are in HR. I've got no problem with that. But I do have problems some of this with some of this ridiculousness that we're that we're witnessing, and so the question becomes: What do we do? What do we do? What do you do? You go to work. They tell you, "Hey, we got a all staff HR meeting." You sit down. They start telling you, "Okay, we're going to go around the room and talk about our whiteness. We're going to talk about our white guilt. We're going to talk about how we." Are not guilty of committing racism, but yet we're still responsible for racism. And you've got to play make believe. I mean, it's just these things permeate all aspects of of our lives, all aspects of our lives, and it gets into it. It goes into the HR world. It goes into the world of of education because the people. Uh, th- there are people, there are organizations, there are groups that are their their intent and their focus is to advance some of this crazy nonsense. And they use these channels. They use channels like HR that gets right to the heart of the company. You know, they they get a lecture people through these. You know, eight, I mean HR. I think people think, well, this is just the way I've got to behave. I got to accept this. This is just what the company is. The company's probably just checking this stuff off the list half the time, not even knowing what's being said in these meetings. Somebody in one of their attorneys is saying, "Hey, you got to make sure that your, you know, your 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 team goes through X Y Z training." Okay, bring in some radical nonsense that you got to sign off on, and I mean, it never it never ends. I told you before. I've got a, a friend in corporate America, and he's he's told me when he introduces himself, they his company has trained them, trained their their employees to say, "Hi, my name is Todd. My preferred pronoun is he, him, or whatever it is. Who are you?" And then they respond and and like kind, and the rest of us. I mean, it's just 
we've just gone crazy with some of this stuff. But what do you do? I mean, this is this is one of the battlefronts that we face. This internally through HR, as we see here with the city of Seattle, and in our system of education, when you have teachers and uh, telling you that you know this is what we have to teach and do and so forth. Anyway, that needs to be thought through because we we need to we need to stop this stuff at its source. And I think too many people again are, are afraid, or they think I got to sign off. I don't want to get in trouble. I want to tow the company line. Meanwhile. These ideas are further, uh, they further permeate into our, into the minds of people who just accept this stuff and it gets into every aspect of our lives. So got to take one more break here, come back and wrap up hour number one. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Welcome back. So all the time we have here for hour number one of today's program. But these these things, I know to some, you know, uh, we've got some some big issues that are vying for our attention. I mean, it's an election year. We've got I mean, it the list is long what we have to deal with here from from covid and what governments might do in regards to shutting down again. Potentially they have in some respects. Um, you, we've got this this massive uh, problem with with racial tensions and you know people wanting to remake America. Big issues and they need to be addressed. But you look at the channels by which this stuff grows and spreads. It's through these channels that have been exposed here in the city of Seattle and this craziness. So anyway, continue this conversation and get into other things. Hour number two. See you in a minute. SDG. We could all use some consistency after the past couple of years, and you can get it with a side of mac and cheese from Gray Brothers Cafeteria. Don't let the new chairs and carpet fool you. It's the same delicious food served with a smile. Head on over to graybroscafeteria.com to see the phone number and email and to order a slice of pie for curbside pickup while you're at it. By the way, my favorite slice 
is a piece of chocolate. Gray Brothers Cafeteria, consistently delicious since 1944. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD.